Welcome to episode 52 of the Geek Heart Games Podcast. It's our one year anniversary. Wait, Sam, what's that face you're making? Did you go into a time warp and you're back in time? What do you mean? This we, is, did, we did this last this is the week. week, right? No, last week we did that. Do you remember? We did the trivia and we did the geeky awards. We went through all that last oh. week. Do you remember? Were you still drunk last week when we recorded? I mean, maybe a little bit, but I thought we were just doing that for fun. No. No, that, that was, wasn't a rehearsal. That was the anniversary. That was it. That's why we had the lights. Oh. Damn. I thought we were going based on, like, when we started the YouTube channel stuff. Okay. Oh, Cody, I'm awkward. pretty sure we started the YouTube even before that. Because we had those two Guardians episodes uploaded previously before the first oh, podcast wow. aired. I, I think. I'm pretty sure. So... I mean, I'll be honest with you. I blacked out earlier. Maybe maybe the alcohol is getting to me. Maybe I should take it down a notch. I don't know that you should joke about that. Because... <laughs> all right, can we restart this bit? I don't... <laughs> For the record, Cody does not drink very often at all. Last weekend, he had two drinks and he got a little knackered. Uh, but he does not get blackout drunk. I don't so. get blackout drunk. And yeah. you shouldn't either, so... Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> this is episode 53... Of the Geek Card Games Podcast. Last week we celebrated our one year. Thank you guys so much for listening to that and the feedback we got from it was great. So yeah, thank you guys. Yeah. Uh, I'm your host, Cody Teacher, alongside <laughs> my best friend, Sam Suvek. Yeah, it's like 10 minutes in. We haven't done that part. Okay, it's like three minutes. All right. Um, I exaggerate for comedic, comedic effect. Yeah. Sam, how you been? How's your week been? It's been, it's been all right. I was just saying, you said it felt like Friday. Today's actually Thursday. I was saying it feels yeah. like Friday because I'm off work tomorrow. I'm going to go see Captain Marvel. So Lucky. I'm feeling good about that. That's good. Ooh. How about um, you? I got both some very bad news and some very good news today. Yeah. Um, nothing like crying for two different reasons. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk about that later when, uh, you know, things are coming of it. So, but yeah. Um but, Sam, it feels like we haven't talked about video games in a very long time. I know, because we, we had our 50th anniversary, we had our 50th episode, and then yeah. we tried to have a regular episode, and my internet crapped out, so we had half an episode, and we didn't get to talk about a lot of stuff, and then we had the anniversary episode, so it's been like a really long time since we've had a real episode, um, so, yeah. but yeah. We don't so, remember how. I don't, I don't know. We'll see. This episode... We're talking video games. Non-fucking-stop. Let's go, Sam. Tell me about Trials Fusion. All right. Uh, you guys know... You know I like... You guys know the things. You know what I'm doing. See, it's, it's been too long since we've done a normal episode. I can't even talk. Uh, you you all know that I enjoy some Trials games. Mm. And Trials Rising is... Did you say Trials Rising? Did you say Trials Fusion? I said Trials Fusion. Was yeah, it's you... Trials Rising is the new one. Trials Fusion is the old one. You told me Trials Fusion. That's what I wrote down. Well, that can't be helped. The document had it saying Trials Rising. So Okay, sorry. The problem with Trials games is they all sound alike. They start with Trials and, uh, you know, just mistakes happen. Anyway, I've been waiting for this game for a while because I had a blast with Trials Fusion. Uh, my friend Crawley gifted me Trials Evolution on the PC, and I played some of that and had a good time. So I was ready. I was ready for the new one. Um, I mean, it is pretty much just like a Trials game. 
Yeah. What you'd expect. I mean, they're not they're not doing anything like super new and different. Uh, it's just fun new maps where you're you're driving along, trying not to crash. Um, but like, I don't I don't know. I don't necessarily. Okay, I never got very far in the previous games. Like, I could get through the medium tracks. I never got past the hard ones really, because like that stuff gets hard. Um, but and so far these. I'm still in the easy section right now on Trials Rising, but like it feels like these tracks have a lot more movement than they did in Trials Fusion. And what I mean by that is like you're going on something and like suddenly you jump over to like a truck and the truck is moving while you're also moving or like different Ooh. stuff like that. Like yeah. there's moving platforms and you just have to kind of be aware of stuff. Some stuff you'll get on it and it'll have a little stop sign at the end because you have to like break and stop yourself and wait for it to like raise up to get you to the next level before you can go again. Um so it's doing some really fun stuff like that. I know the previous game had some like kind of circular flippy stuff but like mm -hmm. you kind of like it seems like a lot we're doing these kind of we have to kind of do a backflip and like situate yourself before you can go on again which is it's fun and really cool um they always have like when you get to the end of the track you're supposed to just crash and usually like explode or die yeah. in some grotesque way which is part of the fun of it so they've had some really fun uh endings for this one one of them like you <laughs> you attach onto a big like rocket like a space rocket and then you get launched into space and i was like how long is this thing gonna go because normally it just happens and it's like okay into the episode here's the results whatever uh but this thing like <laughs> blasted off for quite a while and then you're like up in space and it just like went for a very long time before it ended i was like okay that was fun um but one of the one of the new things that trials rising is doing in the previous games, they never had like a really good tutorial training system to help you get better at the more advanced skills. Um, like if you wanted to, you pretty much had to just go watch YouTube videos of people like explaining it and teaching you how to do stuff there. So what they did with Trials Rising was they found the people who were doing the best YouTube videos and they hired mm -hmm. them and said, come help us and no. make us a little, it's called Trials University, and help us make the training videos. Um, and so it, so what happens is like you've got your character on the bike here on your track and then right behind you is the instructor. And so like you'll see them, they just kind of repeat going through the process, showing you how it should be done. Um, and so you can practice doing that. And while you're doing it, it's got in the bottom left hand, it's got the buttons on the controller and it highlights them to show you like what you're pushing at the time when you're doing something, which I was like, okay, I guess that's whatever. Um, and so I was kind of like, I wasn't paying attention to the first couple levels because it was just like the basic stuff. I'm like, I know how to drive through the trials track, right? Uh, but then I got to the one where like there's more steep inclines and like it's trickier to get up those and this is like where i was really having trouble with it and so i tried it for a while why do you have this little like smile this half smile on your face like what is that about? <laughs> i'm just listening to you talk what are you talking about <laughs> i don't know i don't know i was suspicious um okay but so i was having trouble and that's when I realized like you can push a button and you take your person off and then you just see the instructor. And so you see the instructor going and then if you look at the bottom left, you see what buttons they're doing to make themselves do what you see them do, if that makes sense. Um, 
And so that was actually really helpful because, I mean, you can watch someone do something all day, but, like, I don't really know how to replicate what they're doing. So, like, I spent a lot of time just watching what what they were doing with the buttons, and then I went back to my side of the track, and I tried to mimic just doing the buttons almost more than paying attention to just watching what I was doing. I was, like, trying to match the buttons, and, like, that's how I I got it. And I was like, oh, okay, Mm -hmm. I was, like, getting up and doing better that way. And I think I made it to an A-plus level on that training track because, like, I paid really good attention. Although I was thinking about it today, I'm like, yeah, I don't remember what I was doing. I'm going to have to go back and play that training again to, like, have retention for how to do it. Um, But it's a pretty cool a pretty cool addition and I, I it's just like scratch the surface of the training there's going to be like a lot of tracks as you get to more advanced levels and techniques uh to learn how to do those so it's it's interesting because like i said i never really got past the hard levels previously because yeah. like i don't know what i was doing but if it has this level of detail teaching you how to do the moves that you need who knows maybe i'll maybe i'll get really good at, at trials and be able to get through it so We'll see. Um, also, I, I really like the soundtrack for the Trials Rising game right now. Um, there's, I was going to write down this. So there's this band called Jurassic 5, and they've got one of like the main menu songs. And then there's somebody else. Um, I forget, but like they're, they're, they're kind of like just kind of smooth, a little rappy kind of too. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know. I like them. They've, I've had to get them on my Pandora station so that I can listen to some of them. Um, but it's just a fun ride, you know, trials. It is, it's who you're used to, uh, but I've been having a lot of fun with it. They do have loot boxes now, which I don't know, people probably mad at loot boxes. I don't really care. Um, you get some fun customizables for your character out of them. So, and I don't, yeah. I mean, you don't need them for anything. It's just fun cosmetics. So, but yeah. Now, it's $40, right? That's fun. Oh my God, Cody. Hold the presses, okay? Trials Rising, if you just want the regular game without any of the like DLC expansions that's coming, the regular game of Trials Rising is $25. Oh, okay. All right. That's a deal, We're right? Talking. That's a huge deal. So then if you wanna if you wanna get the like deluxe edition or whatever, so that you get all the extra DLC maps that are coming later, that's forty dollars. So Still a really good deal. Yeah, but, uh, still very but, yeah, I mean, it's a great game, and you can get it for $25. So, Oh, I was also going to say, um, so it's available on all platforms, including Nintendo Switch. And, like, earlier I'd been thinking, like, do I want this on PS4? Do I want it on Switch? I don't really know. But then there was this article showing the difference in the graphics between how it looks on a PS4 or an Xbox versus how it looks on Nintendo Switch. And it's... It's stripped down quite a bit on the Switch. Um, there's like just scenery stuff in the background where there'll be like stuff that's just missing. Like it's it's not there. And then also it's got this kind of like fogginess to the background, mm, kind of masking yeah. it a little bit. So you're not seeing as much detail and it just really doesn't look as good at all. Um, so, I mean, I went with the PS4. But uh, but it's cool that it's available on the Switch if that's your only platform, so you can play it there. But but yeah, so Trials okay. Rising. All right, Trials Rising. Well, I'm yeah. glad you're enjoying it. Yeah. Um. <laughs> wonderful segue into uh. So. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Is this gonna be something you're not enjoying? <laughs> so lately, I just haven't. 
like had a desire to play video games. We've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Um, like I've just kind of, I hit a point in life recently where I was just like, Hey, I don't need video games all the time to make me happy. Whereas like previously in my life, like, yeah, like video games were there to escape from reality. Mm-hmm. That's a, and I like, like, that's a good thing. Like they can be like that. Um, so like lately I just haven't been playing very much and we'll talk about that when we get to Anthem in a little bit. Um, but one thing I did try out cause I got this new phone. I was like, Oh, like, I wonder what games are on like iPhones. Cause I've never had an iPhone before. Um, so one I never heard of before was called Helix Jump. Um, so it's a mobile game. Uh, and this is perfect for Mr. Starry cause he broke his collarbone. And all you have to do is you can use it one hand is you rotate a platform and I will, while a ball drops and like the further the ball goes, like if it hits something after a couple of seconds, it'll shatter a floor. And so you're just moving this like ball that keeps falling, uh, pretty much through like a like a puzzle. And are you moving the ball? Or are you moving? You the move stuff? the 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 level. Uh, okay. The ball just falls straight, but you're moving, and like the ball will bounce, but only it only gets so many bounces before it's like, all right, you need to restart the level. Okay. Um, and there are like sections that it can't hit. So like the ball is like yellow, and it can't hit an orange section, or okay. else it'll explode. Yep. Um. And so I played like it's, it's kind of addicting. I played like <laughs> ten levels. Like I like I got through ten levels for us. Yeah. Like, what the hell am I playing this? But um, <laughs> but it's actually like it's really fun. And like, I think the like, I'll get to that in a second. The only there's like a couple negatives. Um, but like, it's just really simple because like I was I was just using my thumb. Like I was just holding my phone, laying in bed. I had Netflix on, and I was just like moving my thumb around, and like the ball would go. And like that's what she said. I would hope no woman is putting her thumb on a ball. D- I never don't know mind. how these things work. It's fine. Um, I mean, true. Uh, <laughs> and so, like, it was really it was simple and like kind of addicting. Like, I just kept playing it, and I was like, okay, yeah. like whatever. And like, it has that like loop where like you're like, oh shit, I fucked up, and like I hit an orange spot, like right yeah. as the level was about to end. Uh, and so you keep coming back to it, and yeah, I played through like the first ten levels, and like there was enough variety. Like they would like mm-hmm. eventually start adding like there were very tiny sections of not orange. And so like, you gotta be like really pre- uh, precision focused. Um, I think like the worst part is, is that if you fail a level, they start running an ad and like, you know, those ads on like mobile games where like, there's not an X in the top, right. For like the first 15 seconds and then mm-hmm. it shows up. Well, then they blend it in with the ad. And I was like, Oh, come on guys. Like, I don't, I don't mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. And, like eventually I started noticing it. Um, no PDA light ads, though, so that's good. Um, Does it have an option to just pay for the game so you don't have to have ads? I did not see that because I did look mm-hmm. for that. Um, yeah. Just because I was like, oh, I'll throw on the buck. This gets, yeah. stops happening. Um, and yeah, I didn't see it. Uh, the only other kind of annoying thing is I do think it's like one of those games where like you only get so many lies per day, but I think they start you out with a pretty high one. Yeah. Like, I failed like at least eight times and there was no like indicator that I was gonna have to like stop playing for the day. That's good. Um but yeah, it's just it's a simple little like mobile game that you can play while just sitting there and like it doesn't require a lot of movement and like it does require a little bit of thinking at some point. So I was like, oh like we don't talk about mobile games very much on here. So yeah. But yeah. So yeah. Helix Jump, uh it's on the I think it's on uh, Android as well. So yeah definitely check it out. It was just the first thing that came up on games when I searched in the Apple store. Fun fact. I'm sorry. Breaking news, Cody. Oh, breaking news. Did you know, speaking of how you now have an iPhone, did you know that today's firmware update for the PlayStation uh, 
gives everybody on an iOS device the ability to get this free PS4 remote play app on their device. And you can play what seems to be any PS4 game on your iOS device. And like it'll have like the game in the top part of it. And then down below it has like all the buttons that would be on a controller uh, there for you to like just touch to use them. I don't know how well it would work. Uh, you probably don't want to play like a first person competitive shooter on oh, no. it. This I'm way. definitely playing some game uh, at Prime at work tomorrow. Yeah. As you told me this. Well, and actually, I don't know how f- I don't know how far this goes. Like, you may still have to be like on the oh, same Wi-Fi point. network yeah. as your PlayStation. I don't know. I don't have any iPhone devices, um, so I can't try it. But you should check it out and then report sure. back how yeah. this is. They said it was good for like visual novels or like you know turn-based things yeah, where you don't have that makes to sense. don't have to be quick and fast. So, but it's interesting. So. Damn, I was really hoping to play some Rocket League tomorrow at work. Yeah. I'm bummed. Yeah. All right. All right. So that was Helix Jump on the uh, yeah. the App Store. Uh, Sam, you've been talking about this game a lot in our Discord and on Twitter. Maybe not in our Discord. No, I think you mentioned it in Discord. I think you mentioned it. Um, I don't know. Ma- mainly on Twitter. Mainly but on tell Twitter. me all about Arcade Spirits. Yes, so Arcade Spirits. So I found out about this game because one of the writers of the game, I believe her name's Anne Schumann, uh, she used to be with Bitch Team Alpha. And so oh, okay. I was like, oh, she, cool, she's making a game. So of course I'm going to support that and check it out. Aloy's here, FYI. Um, so basically this it's a visual novel and you are this girl who... You just lost your job. You're kind of like a like a young 20-something, kind of just getting out in the world, you know? Uh, you lost your job, so your roommate is... Oh, hey, boy, stop it. Don't go in that closet. Um, Such a drama queen. Charlotte, does she have her tuna yet? <laughs> she doesn't have her tuna. She doesn't get the tuna. We The, the contract was broken. We decided not oh, to right. go with that's it. That's right. So, Sorry. So, yeah. Um, okay. All right. So, so this girl, she needs a job, right? So her roommate is like, hey, download this iris digital assistant app for your phone and so there's this ai program called iris who helps her like get her life in order and it's uh she recommends a job at an arcade so she she gets this job at the arcade it's like uh francine's funplex i think there's another word aloy stop it um you never want to go to a place that has a first name in it why not seems a little sketchy Seems like there might might be some murders happening. Hold on. Like, she really wants to go in this closet, and this is not the closet. Stop it. Get out of there. Sam's Um, cat is uh, attacking our our database. Um, She's going to go attack the computer. Okay, guys. It's time for my secret weapon. Aloy. Oh, she she got the spray bottle. See, I just have to shake it at her now, and she leaves because she knows. No, no, I didn't actually spray her. I don't know what she's doing now. Okay. All right. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Got distracted. Okay. Uh, so Francine is this really fun old woman who runs runs the Funplex. And, like, starting off with her, it was just, like, really evident that these characters are very well written and very enjoyable to get to know. Um, and basically, you just you go through eight chapters of, like, the ups and downs of her life at the arcade and stuff that happens. And, of course, it gives you uh, options to romance different people. So, 
<clears throat> oh yes, question. What kind of game is this? Is it a visual novel? Visual novel, okay. Yeah. I felt like you said that, but I just wanted to double check. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, uh, so there's the different people that you can kind of woo, and so your Iris assistant, like she will track like how well your relationship is with each one, but then she also tracks on your responses to different things, like what your personality type is. If you're more like the person who has like a really good heart or you're like the funny one or you're the bold one to just see your stats like that. Because like eventually when it's time to like make your move on somebody, um, it factors in like how well your relationship is with them, but then also how well your personality meshes with theirs. Um, And in a fun in a fun way, so this game, it's like you can romance these people and end up asking someone out. Or if you're not interested in that, like when that part of the game comes up, like you can talk to your IRS digital assistant and be like, no, you know, I'm happy as I am right now. I don't I don't want to pursue anyone right now. And so you get that option as well. Um, and once you once you pick someone, like you go on a little date and you start your relationship and then the following chapters with them, like they're just kind of like there and they're like helping you out or you're having little problems with them. But it's never like a really big thing uh, to the plot or story. So it's it's just a nice little addition, which is, you know, what what a relationship in real life should be. It shouldn't be like the thing that builds you or breaks you. It should just be the nice little thing that adds to what you've already got in your life. In theory, I don't know. I'm not good at no, relationships. Yeah. No, um, <clears throat> but yeah. Uh, so, like when I started, I was like, oh, I'm gonna try to romance Naomi because she's like the kind of geeky um, arcade repair person, and like she's really into her technology and her games. Um, and but then, like as I started going, this other girl, Ashley, who I had pretty much dismissed at the beginning, because I was like, she's kind of like this blonde cheerleader. Kind of, you know, I was like, I don't know, there's much to her. Um, But then, like, as I got to know her better, she had some really interesting stuff going on with her personality. And I was like, oh, no, I think I would like to get to know her better. And so I actually ended up dating her, and it went very well. Um, There was this part where I... I thought for a minute that they were going to have Francine, the older woman. I thought she was going to start having a relationship with one of my young friends. Um... Like, it was starting to sound like maybe it could go that way, but then it didn't go that way. I mean, so, they were like 20. I mean, they're of age. It was just like, you know, it would have been one of those, what is it, like, September, May Uh, romances, what do they call them? So, yeah, it would have been interesting if they'd actually gone that way. And I don't know if I was just reading into it or if other people might see it, like, wonder if that was something, but, but anyway, um... It's a fun game. It has really fun music. Uh, One thing that I like about it is it has good options for separate volume sliders for the music, the sound effects, and the voices, which uh, they had had a lot of voice acting in it, too, for all the different people, and they did good there. Um, Like, just the very beginning, when you're going through the menu and, like, setting up your character and stuff, the sound effects were really annoying. I was like, oh my God. But so like I quickly found that volume thing and turned it down. Um, And then it did a fun thing where when you first go into the arcade, there's all kinds of arcade noises in the background. And like Francine's like, oh yeah, that noise, you know, you'll get used to it after like, you know, a few months and you won't even hear it anymore. And then your character's like, oh, nope, I got used to it now. And like, it just suddenly cuts off. And I was like, it was really funny. Um, But, and also nice for your ears. So uh, it's it's a it's a fun game. I I would recommend it if you like visual novels. If you if you like having 
lots of romance options and very queer friendly. So, yeah. Okay. It's good. And it's on Steam and... Uh, I it's definitely I got it on Steam. I think it's maybe also on itch.io, uh, but okay. I believe those are the only platforms that it's on right now. So uh, I believe it's. I think I maybe got it on sale as a pre-order because I think I got it for like maybe fifteen dollars, but I think maybe it's normally like twenty dollars. So and like I said, there's eight chapters, and like I feel like depending on how you play, like a chapter could run thirty minutes to an hour, just depending okay. on how how long you take to like go through yeah. everything like sometimes i would kind of you know i didn't, i was like i don't need to listen to you talk all that i can just read it and move on so um but yeah yeah so it's a good game you guys should check it out right. arcade well, spirits arcade spirits yep. all right sam i think we gotta we gotta dust off an old segment here we're gonna um, we're gonna bust out the titans the warlocks and the hunters and we're gonna talk about the destiny download um so yeah, Season of the Drifter has launched. It's the second season, part of the uh, annual pass, that new thing they've been doing. Um, and I'm enjoying it a lot so far. Uh, so you probably know that Gambit was one of my favorite game modes. Uh, the Drifter is one of my favorite characters. Um, let me just let me just say, because I got in there too, and there are so many people... Oh, that's what he said. Well, he said no, yeah. Maybe. Um... There's so many people with the Dredgen title now. And I was just uh, like, man, Cody that. was one of the first. Like, he put in the work. He got it so long ago. Now these these new upstarts. Not not to belittle anyone. Starry just got... She has her Dredgen. So she did a good job, too. So No, yeah, no. Like, it's always... Like, it's still a grind. It's just like... Yeah. I feel of all the titles that they've added, that one has had the most, like, changes and, like, made oh. it easier. And, like... It doesn't bother me because, like, I think everyone should get a title eventually. Yeah. Uh, it's just like maybe you should look at the other ones as well because, <laughs> like, I'm close on a couple of them. It's just I'm missing a couple of items. So uh, if you get multiple, do you get to pick which one you use? Yeah, yeah. Um, like I think I'm like almost. I almost have Wayfarer. I would if I really sat down and like tried for it, I could get Wayfarer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, season of Drifter launched. Uh, so this introduced a couple things. Uh, Gambit Prime, which is a new form of Gambit. It's a one-round, uh, kind of like MLG uh, Gambit. Um, What's and MLG? Then they oh, is that like Major League Major Gaming? Gaming, yeah. Okay. Um, and then they also introduce a uh, PVE mode called Reckoning, which is kind of like a, it's like a kind of like a horde mode where like you kind of just have to defeat enemies and like fill up the like charge, but like if you don't do it fast enough, because it's like a kind of like beat the clock thing. Uh, you can run out of time and you just won't get a reward. And kind of the ultimate point of Season of Drifter is to get these uh, armor sets. And the armor sets give you different bonuses for in-Gambit Prime. Um, so there's Reaper, Sentry, Collector, and Invader. Invader, yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, like, you're kind of... You're kind of picking a role for when you're into Gambit Prime. Um, and, like, you get a, some pretty good set bonuses, like... Uh, I think for Reaper, if you get like a multi-kill, like special ammo spawns for you. So like if you're running like a fusion rifle, like I do, that like makes a lot of explosions, that's a good thing. Um, and so yeah, and there's going to be other stuff coming. Like I think to, to, uh, this past Friday when you're hearing this, uh, they released uh, the second uh, tier of Reckoning. And then this coming week, we have the Thorn Quest, we have tier three, uh, the nine are showing up. It's for some reason. 
Um, and so yeah, that'll be interesting. Lots of good stuff though. Uh, Sam, what are your initial thoughts? Oh my god. Okay, so uh, I don't really know much about anything you just said with the tears and the nine and the thorn. Uh, you know, I've been away from Destiny for a while. Uh, so what I'm excited about with Season of the Drifter is if you have the annual pass, uh, you can go talk to the Drifter and get these Power Surge bounties. And these are bounties that will give you uh, gear that is level 640, okay? So Sam over here sitting at level 542, that's looking real good to me, right? So I go to check him out. And these bounties are super easy, okay? One of them, you have to get two... Um, public events, and then just do three destination bounties, which is that's like where you go talk to the person on the planet and get the bounties and do them. And then one of them is you just have to do a strike and kill 50 enemies. Super easy. One of them, you have to do a crucible match and get uh, 10 kills, which I was like, oh, you know, I'm not good at crucible anymore. And they have Mayhem mode right now, which is where your supers charge really fast. And I was like, oh, I should have played that one because I was sure to get 10 kills in that one because it's really easy. Uh, but in this, I just played a regular one and I got my 10, I guess maybe it's called defeats. I don't know. Because I was like, I did not kill 10 yeah. people. I'm like, I think I like maybe tagged somebody with a bullet. And then when they died, I got credit for it. I, I'm not asking questions because it was wonderful. Uh, and then you just have to do something in uh, Gambit. I think you have to send five blockers in a Gambit match. So all of those are super easy tasks to do. And so I did them. I did my Destiny homework. I got all my 640 level gear. And I just jumped like 100 light levels just from like a little bit of work. We call those the slacker bounties. Because if you were yeah. slacking... Uh, yeah, they don't do anything for you. Yeah, if you if you were because Andy he he was like, oh, I logged in to check out these bounties, but I was already too high to be able to use them. But it's like, here's the thing, people, they're they're casual Destiny players who didn't want to do the grind and didn't want to like work so hard to get such little rewards and take the time it took to like actually level up that way. Um, we just left. I think I did. I'm sure other people like me left as well. And so this is like just a wonderful way to get people back playing Destiny and say, hey, you here's the easy stuff. You can do it. You can get back up to where you want to be and then engage in some of the new content that you were missing out on. So I think it's a wonderful idea. Um, I So I did it on my Warlock. I'm like, maybe I'll go do it on my other two characters. Uh, I've got my Titan from Giz from Two Guardians, who is probably about the same level. So I would get her up. Then I've, I've got a Hunter that's like still 300 level something that I just stopped playing as. I'm like, if I can do this, may, might as well just try to get it on all of them just to get them up there just in case I ever need it. Um, so I was really excited about that. And then I got all my bounties and I got leveled up and I was like, I still, I don't know what I'm supposed to do now. Like, I don't, I don't want to do any of this new content where that's like hordes and stuff. And like, I just don't know about these quests. I don't know what to do in destiny anymore. So I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to keep playing anymore now that I've got myself up there. I'm like, I just wish there was like a clear, like story DLC where I could like play through. Like that makes me happy. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Also, I don't care for Gambit Prime. Also, really don't really care for Gambit. Um, so, you know. Eh. Alright, well. Shit on my parade, but I'm too. Um, 
<laughs> hey, different strokes for different folks, okay? Okay, yeah. Uh, so we should say, before we talk about Gambit Prime, they also did some changes to regular Gambit, where now the third round uh, is always a boss rush, where like everyone starts with like full ammo and full super and full abilities, and it's just go kill the Prime Evil. And so that's, hmm. that's a pretty good change, in my opinion, because like three rounds of just Gambit is way too long. Like, I was grinding that for so long. Yeah. Trust me. It's not fun. Um, I was lucky in my Gambit bounty. Uh, we were losing, so we just played the two rounds and we were done. Yeah. But I do... One of my complaints, I feel like... Because I got the 640 uh, pulse rifle. It was the first thing I got. And so I took that into Gambit with me. And I thought I'd just be, like, wrecking with that thing. But it still was, like, really hard to kill these enemies, even using my 640 gun. So I was just like, man, how hard would this have been if I had my old 540 guns? I don't know. I was just like, ah, it seems like so much more difficult to kill the enemies in Gambit than in, like, a story mission or a public event or anything. So Yeah, I'm trying to think what the light level is. I'm not really sure. Um, yeah. But, uh, so Gambit Prime released. So it's pretty much a streamlined version of Gambit. There's one round. Uh, they increase the moat deposits to 100. Um, there's a couple interesting things. So if you have, uh, I think it's, if you have, if you send two blockers over, so if you get like a small and a medium over, the bank starts to drain. The more blockers you send over at one time, the more it drains. So at one mm-hmm. point we had a small, a medium, and a large on the enemy side, and they were from like, 50 to 20 in like a minute and it was like that's really good because that's how you get an advantage um also that helps make the game last a lot longer i didn't feel like it lasted as much like i feel like the uh, i don't know because like the three rounds of gambit could go on for a while it could it could um, yeah, but the true. one round of gambit prime i do feel like i feel like there was at least a cap of like maybe nine minutes for a game and like I feel like I was, went longer than that. I was having fun. Um, <laughs> so the kind of same premise of Gambit is the same. Like, kill the enemies, pick up the moats, go deposit. Uh, but you kind of have... It kind of forces people into roles. So Andy and I were playing last night. Uh, I was definitely playing, like, the, I guess what you would say, the Reaper class. And I was killing everything. I have the loaded question, I think is what it's called. Uh, it's the pinnacle weapon from Vanguard last sem- uh, season. And, like, when it's fully, like, fully reloaded, you shoot. If it kills something, that explodes into a big arc thing. And, like, it just kills a lot of stuff. And so I was just picking up moats. And then we, Andy was like, well, I'm just going to sit on the, the bank and, like, kill the invaders they send over. Because that just makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, one of the randoms we had in our team was definitely invading a lot. Uh, and I like that in a aspect i think the only issue is when you get into solo play you're not mm-hmm. gonna have that communication like andy and i definitely like realize like hey i'm gonna do this you do this we're good but if it's you and a bunch of other randoms you kind of gotta play i guess you're either gonna have to fall back on like i'll play the role and that's an issue because these armor sets you're picking that's the entire point so i guess you just need to kind of maybe keep all the armor sets on you i don't know um and so they well, kind it of sucks if you like have four people load in and they're all set for the same role. Yeah. Um, and so some of the changes are like it goes to a hundred moats. There's now three invades versus the two from regular Gambit. And I also think if you drain the bank below and then they get it back, um, 
they get another invade. So, like, I kind of don't enjoy that. Um, <laughs> and then, so the thing that they change with the boss is that the boss has a shield around it. And you oh, have to I... kill the envoys. Which is kind of just streamlining how in regular Gambit, there were the envoys that would give you a buff. Instead mm-hmm. of now, you kill the envoys, the shield goes down, you kill a third envoy, a little puddle falls on the ground. If you stand in the puddle, you get a damage increase. Um, that frustrated me a lot because like, it seemed like his shield would be down for a very short time before yeah. they would respawn. And I was just like, ugh, that lasted forever too. And that's my biggest complaint with Gambit Prime is that they didn't learn a lesson from Gambit with the constant invading. Because, like, the second you get your primeval up, the invasion portal is spawning constantly. Um, I think it's on, like, a 45-second timer. Um, and so, like, we would do all this big chunk damage, and then Homeboy would, like, spawn in, get one snipe, heal him a little bit, and, like, it just felt like we weren't doing anything. And, like, we almost lost the game because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so I was like, ah, oh, like, I wish I would, I wish they would have learned something from that aspect. Because, like, the invading is, like, it's fun, and I get why it's there. But... The constant invading once the primeval yeah. comes up just isn't fun. I think they should really reduce that somehow. Um, but like overall, like I started it, was like a little confused at first, and then by the end of it, I was really having fun. Like Andy and I both agreed, like it's a lot better version than the constant like two to three round gambit matches we were used to playing. Uh, just one round, like kind of makes it feel better in my opinion. Um, and I'm interested to see like they're introducing like three other maps over the next couple weeks. Um, and so that'd be interesting. Uh, and so what you get from that is you, you get a quest from the drifter and he's like, Oh, go check out game of prime. Once you do that, um, you get these synthesizers. Um, and then he gives you, no, you get a synth. He gives you a synthesizer and you put it in there and it makes a moat. And then you go to his ship and you take a portal and the portal Teleports you to where the Reckoning is. Reckoning is a PvE thing. It's pretty much a horde mode. And you're kind of race. You have six minutes. And the point is to fill it up to 100%. Once you hit 100%. And like there's different enemies. Like there was like mini bosses who show up. And the mini bosses give you more percentages. Um, there's modifiers. Like the other day we had Glass, Brawler. I forget the third one. Oh, Void Cinch. And um, then the boss shows up. And if you kill the boss, you go back to where you deposited the moat. And you get a piece of the set gear, depending on the synthesizer you put in. So, like, I had a Reaper synth, so I put it in the synthesizer, and I got a Reaper moat. Put the moat in, I got a Reaper set of gear. Is it just random what synth you get? Uh, you get you get them, so there's bounties that give you them, like, purposely. So, like, okay. the collector synth you can get by doing a bounty there where you go collect ten resources across different places. Okay. Um, the Invader's Synth you can get from going and playing a Crucible match. But you also get them from Gambit Prime for playing the role you want to play. So like if you get a lot of multi-kills, you get the Reaper Synth. If you go get some Invasion kills, you get Invader Synths. Uh, Andy got a bunch of Sentry Synths because he was killing blockers mm. left and right. So you get the things from playing the game. So that's good. Um, can I just, real quick, let me state for the record... In, I think it was just my regular Gambit match, I killed an invader, and oh, I felt good real good about myself, because that doesn't usually happen. So, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, Reckoning is pretty much just like kind of horde mode. Uh, we only got to play Tier 1. Uh, tier 2 is now out. Um, excited to try it. Uh, the first time we joined, 
we joined in progress and I'm not a big fan of those things. Yeah. Um, so I had two minutes left and we were just very confused what to do. Uh, then we got to reload it, had the full six minutes, got the boss summoned around like three and a half minutes. Mm-hmm. And then like, luckily I run Sunbreaker Titan. I'm always a Sunbreaker and I get melting point and then we had Brawler on. So I was just getting melting points like crazy. So I would just hit him and then we would just lay into him. Uh, and so I got some arms and like the kind of cool part about these new armor sets is they have, if you remember from the Solstice event from last year, mm-hmm. uh, they had that glow stuff. Now all these have glow on it and depending oh. on the role you pick, they glow a different color. So I believe it's nice. invader is red, uh, reaper is green, sentry is yellow and collector is orange. I want to say. I may have swapped a couple of those. So um, is the, does the armor sets look different or is it just the glow that's different? I think it's just the glow that's different. I'm okay. not 100% sure on that though. I okay. have to like go look, go look and see. Um, and like it's the gambit snakes that are glowing mm-hmm. like on the armor. And so it's really cool looking. I like it. I love that. Yeah. I love that design. Um, and so, yeah. And then like there's all these weapons you get. Like we both got the first quest you finish for Drifter. He gives you a weapon. Um and we got a pulse rifle, and it's a really good pulse rifle. Like we, mm-hmm. it, was, it shoots really fast, it reloads really fast. Um, I'm liking it. Um, and so, like, I, that's I guess going to be the gameplay loop of Season of the Drifter, with the including the other tiers, because like there's going to be a tier two and a tier three of reckoning, and mm-hmm. those are going to introduce new bosses and things like that. And I'm sure there's going to be some good gear tied to that. Um, but that seems like right now what the loop is. Uh, they also have something called it's called the Invitation of the Nine coming up, and so we should I should say the reckoning is taking place uh, on an old Trials of the Nine map. So something is going on with the Nine. They're doing whatever. So that'll be interesting to see what that is. I never did any Trials of the Nine, so I don't even know what that stuff is. Um, I heard it was hard. It, yeah, it was, it was. It was just like the top end PvP stuff. Yeah. Um, but I'm interested in it, like, the kind of, like, leading up into it, they were releasing these, like, little story things. And they actually sent you them in-game as well, because when I logged on, I had them. Um, and, like, it's pretty much, like, the, set, the story setting of Season of the Drifter is, like, there are people who, in the Vanguard, don't think they should trust the Drifter. And there's other people like, oh, he's not that bad. Like, he's not done anything to hurt us. Yeah. Um, and then you, you're kind of learning, like, who the Drifter was. Um, and there's... Some stuff that's got spoiled for me that I'm not going to say. And I'm like, yeah. holy shit, what's happening? Um, and I'm I'm enjoying it. Like, I'm back in the Destiny. I'm kind of shocked. Um, I will say it felt real good to get back in Destiny and be shooting did. stuff. And, like, without yeah. my bow again, I was like, oh, this feels great. I mean, yeah, the second I... Because I invaded one time in Game of Prime. And I flew through and I jumped in the air and I popped the hammer. And, like, seeing my dude just reach out and, like, have the hammer in his hand, I was like... Oh, this feels like home. And I just started fucking chunking them. And I was like, yes, I love this. Um, and just, yeah, Destiny just feels good. Like, that, you're never yeah. going to beat Destiny shooting. Like, it just feels great. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, and, like, next week is the Thorn quest. And, like, you, you, I the reason I went for Dredgen is because Dredgen Yor is one of my favorite characters from Destiny 1. And the Thorn was his gun. And I am so okay. fucking excited. I'm hoping it's not some stupid 9,000 quest step. Like the last word was because I'm not getting the last word. Fuck the last word. I'm not doing it. Um, what kind I'll of gun thorn. is thorn? Thorn is a hand cannon that shoots like okay. damage over time uh, bullets. 
Okay. Um, and they've kind of, I, I, I saw a little bit of a spoiler about another perk it has, and I'm really mm-hmm. excited for it. It seems like it's going to be amazing. Um, cool. So I'm really excited for that. Um, yeah, like, it's, it feels good to play Destiny again. That's awesome. Any other opinions, Sam, on Season of the Drifter so far? No, I just, I love those power surge bounties, so. Yeah, they're pretty yeah. nice. Oh, so yeah, like, those those make sense, like, in, like, World of Warcraft, they do that for, like, when a new yeah. expansion comes out. They're like, oh, here's here's some good gear. I was just impressed that they made them, like, so easy to do. Like, you know, they could have yeah, made really difficult steps, but, like, it was just yeah. like, nope, yep, nope, we know, we know who you are, we know how you play here, we'll, we'll do the baby steps for you. <laughs> so... Uh-huh. Which is yeah. also there was a bunch of there's been a bunch of balancing lately like uh, shotguns got a nerf uh, that they've kind of brought in line other supers with the newer supers um, and so there's a lot of like if you had a playstyle you really enjoyed but it kind of got tuned down when the new supers rolled in you could go back and try that now um, so yeah like Destiny's doing really good like they I always say if like when Black Army happened I was kind of like oh, maybe this mm-hmm. annual pass is not not it for me yeah. but Right now, where I'm sitting, like, yeah, like, Season of the Drifter looks like it's going to be really fun, and I'm excited for it. Um, and it seems like we will get some story stuff. I think that's what the, the Invitation of the Nine is going to be. So, I'm hoping that's a story thing. I hope it's not too hard for me. I think well, we can do it together. Red and Giz, one more time. All right. Moving on from one looter shooter onto another. We have the Anthem Arrival Advisory. Um... Anthem's here. We didn't get to talk about it two weeks ago because yeah. my internet crashed before we got to it. So this is a long time coming. Yeah, we're finally going to talk about it. <laughs> Wish there was more to say. Um, so I think the issue for me here is that Anthem came out at a time when I was really just hitting that whole, like, I don't want to play video games right now. Like, no. there's other stuff I'd rather be doing. Um Coupled with some of the kind of like, it wasn't a bad launch in my opinion. I don't like there. I've been through games that like I couldn't play on day one. I got on. I got yeah. on perfectly Thursday night when it launched. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Just something wasn't hasn't gripped me. And then we'll talk in a second about like the kind of issues that it's having on PlayStation. Yeah. And like I just haven't I haven't wanted to play the game and like. And like if when I'm playing the game, feels great, loving it, love flying around, love the shooting, love the abilities. I'm having a blast. It's just I'm not drawn to play it. I'm not like mm-hmm. sitting at my desk at work being like, oh man, can't wait to go home and play some Anthem. Like I'm like I get home and I'm like, what do I want to do? Watch some Netflix? I guess I could turn on Anthem and do a mission real quick. Yeah, let's do that. Um, and like I'm a little bit bummed by that because like I know other people are loving it. And I'm glad. I'm glad everyone's loving it. Uh, and it was a game I like was like, oh, I'm going to love this. And it's just like where I'm at in life right now. Like I'm not enjoying it as much. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, shit. Um, where are you at with it, Sam? How are you feeling about Anthem? I'm, I haven't found my groove with Anthem yet as, as far as like the way I want to play it. Um, and Honestly, like part of it, like, you know, you and I were excited about this together and like I saw us playing it together a lot 
and then yeah. you have you weren't into it and we're like well i'm not as into it if cody's not into it um so i think that's part of it for me as well i did pl- i've played with byron a few times because byron's very into it and i mean he's fun to play with but like it doesn't have that cody enthusiasm that i expected it to have you know um so it's weird for me because if you when you play a mission with four players and you go in there and there's it's just chaos everyone's blowing stuff up and doing stuff and like i can i can blow some stuff up and shoot some stuff too but i mean honestly I don't have to. Like, I could sit back and just, like, everyone else is going to take care of stuff. And it's that kind of makes it not as much fun for me because it's just, like, I can't... I don't know. I feel like I'm not really playing it that much. So I decided that what I wanted to do was kind of just play by myself. Um, Because even if I got, like, buddies that were friends of mine, the other part of this is... Also, I found I want to spend 20 or 30 minutes in Fort Tarsus going around talking to people because mm-hmm. the characters and the writing in this game is fantastic. Like, I've had a black... Like, I don't like going and talking to NPCs in games. I'm like, whatever, let me just get to the action. But I've really enjoyed every conversation I've been in in Fort Tarsus just because these characters are so well-written and it's just so enjoyable to hear their stories and get these peeks at their personalities and, like, see where they're going to develop into. Um, So I've had a blast with that, but... That's the thing, like you finish the mission, you come in and there's like all these people that you could go talk to. And like, I've got that fear that, well, if I don't talk to them now and I go do another story mission, maybe the things they were going to say to me now won't be the same later. Like maybe I'm going to miss out. So like, I want to go and talk to them all every chance I get to see what everything is. And so if you're playing with other people, like you can't just say, hey, Byron, be quiet, don't talk to me for like 20 minutes, entertain yourself while I do this, and then when I'm ready, we'll go do a mission together. I mean, I could. Byron's very polite to be like, well, okay, but um, that's not a fair way to treat your teammates, uh, and it's not a fun way to game together. So so I was like, okay, I'm going to play by myself. And so I did a couple missions where I, I locked it to private on my expedition, and I said, I'm just going in on myself on easy and I had a really good time like it was slower I got to like play I got to shoot things and be like here are the things that I'm doing and it was it was much more enjoyable for me that way actually part of what spurred this on was I loaded into a group mission and as soon as I loaded and landed on the platform it was like oh I'm transporting you to the mission area because you're too far behind and I was like the mission just started like I don't want to be missing out on this so that's when I backed out and was like no I'm going solo from now on and it was going well until I did this mission and I got to it and it was just like easy collecting stuff killing stuff I had to pick up these three things and then I was supposed to like clear the area of enemies and like I'm killing all the enemies that I can but for some reason they just they keep respawning and like it goes on for like 20 minutes and like I can't get it to like hit the marker to move on And I got so angry because, like, I was like, I don't know if it's a glitch or if there's just something else I'm supposed to be doing that I can't figure out. Because, like, I kept I went back to the spots where I picked stuff up and it wasn't that. I was like, I don't know what to do. And I was very angry. 
And so I, I was like, okay, I'm just going to end the expedition because I can't do this anymore. I'll have to come back with Byron or whatever. Um, and then when I went to end the expedition, my game crashed. And that's when I got even more mad because I had spent a good long time in that mission and I didn't get anything from it. And it wasn't the horrible crash. It was just like a regular crash where it took me back to the title screen. But I was just like, oh, I'm so mad right now. Um, so. Yeah. So, like, I think it was the second night the game was out. I got on and I, was, I joined a mission. And the mission started. I flew around. I was doing some stuff with people. And I looked down to a text message for, like, not even a minute. And it was, like, teleporting to the next zone. It's like, all right, whatever. And so load screen happens, and load screen was very slow. By the time I finished that load screen, they had already made it to the next section. And it kept happening for three minutes. And I was like, all right, no, like, I don't enjoy this. This is not how you do this. Like, this should have been a lot more open, open worldy. Like, fuck. Um, I just, yeah, like, that's really, and like, Andy and I were playing Destiny last night, and he was like, you know why I prefer the loading screens in Destiny? Because I'm flying a ship somewhere, and there's cool shit happening in the background yeah, instead of this static image. And I was like... That's, that's true. It's a very good point. However, just the other night, two nights ago, whatever, two nights ago, um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to play a little bit of Anthem. I'm going to give it a go. So I got with Byron. He... And two other, we just, I kept it public. So me, him, and two other random people went through and did that mission I needed to do. And it went through just super fast, super easy. It was obviously some kind of glitch that got me stuck in it. Um, And then we did one more mission. And then we were going back to Fort Tarsus and my game crashed again. And I was like, oh my God, I was so mad. Um, And I'd been like as we were playing, I was like, man, these loading times are really long. So then I switched off and I went to play destiny and then like destiny, I was like, man, these loading times are really long too. Like they are, oh, yeah. they yeah, could they're... be, they, they, they're comparable probably, but destiny is better because you get to see your ship. But when you're, when you're cranky anyway, it doesn't matter. I was like, I'm sick of all these loads. <laughs> I played a little bit of Destiny, did some of my bounties, and then I was like, screw this, I'm gonna go play Apex. So Apex is still making me happy. But but yeah, Anthem, it's just I don't I don't know. Hopefully yeah. okay, let's get into uh another reason why I haven't been wanting to play it as much just lately. Um there are the reports now that on PlayStation 4, sometimes it's going to crash and uh, treat your PlayStation the same way as if you had accidentally unplugged it uh, from the power source. And it's going to crash and probably have to rebuild your database, and then you would have to re-download all of your games. Um, which, let me tell you, speaking from experience, that this has happened to, not from Anthem, just uh, natural stupidity and then some unlucky electricity situations. It has happened to me at least three times where I have had to like re reinstall the software and like redownload all my games. And it is, it is, it sucks. You do not want to do that. Uh, although, I mean, you know, it kind of gives you a clean slate. You just redownload like the stuff that you really like, but it's, it's not good. I don't recommend it. Um, and, but just the, the threat of that, has kind of made me not want to play. They've said that I think next week's update should hopefully address that issue. Yeah. But Was I reading things wrong? 
Because I was reading that it bricks PS4, and in my head, bricking PS4 is mm. like... People, people were saying that it's bricking, and possibly like one system went down and has not been able to come back up. But most of the, um, a lot of the people who said it was getting bricked, they just didn't understand. Like you have to like hold the power button down for a okay. few seconds to get it to reset. It'll come back in the safe mode. And then you have to go through that process I described. So okay. most of them are not actually bricked. They're just kind of reformatted, which, okay. you know, yeah. I mean, it's better because which... like it'll still work. It's not just yeah. a, a lump of junk now, but it's, it's not fun. Um, yeah, yeah. Like in my head when I was like, I read that and it was like, oh yeah, it's breaking PS4. So it's like, I'm not fucking turning that game on until that's fixed because I'm not yeah. risking it. I'm not dropping yeah. that much money again on something. Um, I will, yeah. to be honest with you, before before I played it this last time, I downloaded Apex Legends on my Xbox so that just if if my just PS4 case, crashed, I would, I would still be able to play Apex Legends. <laughs> yeah, I just... And like, it sucks. And like, it's... Because, like, PlayStation does make up a good majority of players. Like, it's the mm-hmm. popular of the two um, major consoles. And, like, that just sucks that, like, so many people are probably, like, sitting there like, I'm not playing this game with that as a risk. Well, and the other thing is people are saying that PlayStation is giving you refunds for Anthem if you bought it digitally through their system. Yeah. Uh, with um, very little hassle, which that does not happen normally. That is extremely rare. So the fact that they're doing that is significant. I have a reliable source that there are so many people asking for refunds that the wait time on the phone is quite long. So, uh, yeah. well, and, and I don't want to do that. Like, I think Anthem's going to be fine. I think it's going to be fun. I think once they get their issues fixed, like, it'll be fine. It's just, it's so disappointing for them to have a launch like this because, like... We, I mean, we had talked about it. We're like, Anthem's probably going to be our game of the year because it's just going to be, we had so much faith in what it was going to be and how it was going to play. And then for all of these things to to come out and just have it be so problematic, um, it's just disappointing. So I don't know, but it could still get turned around once they, yeah. once they get their problems fixed. The game, the gameplay is fun. Yeah. Uh, like when I'm in the game. how you want to play it, like I said, my problems with it, but... Yeah, I mean, flying fa- feels amazing, so... Um, that was the one thing, was when I was playing Destiny, I was just like, man, I just really wish I could just fly up in the air right now, like... Yeah. It would be yeah. so much fun. I um, mean, honestly, if Destiny just, like, got flying suits, and then just had story DLCs, that would be... It would be nice. That would be perfection, perhaps? Let's write a Maybe letter a to Bungie move. about how Destiny 3 should just be that. <laughs> I mean, games are stealing stuff from other games left and right, so sure. I feel like that's fine. Just go ahead and take a flying suit. We've got flying guardians now. It's a okay. Um, okay. Yeah, but yeah, kind of kind of sucks for Anthem right now. Um, definitely, we'll be checking back in, seeing how we will feel about it later on. Um, I'm hoping I can like sit down eventually and you know really get into it. But right now, just with that, with the crashes and things, I just don't want to risk it. Yeah. Um, well, and it's it's frustrating to go through a mission and then yeah. have lost all that progress. So, but I don't what know. What can you do? Um, and there's there's a lot of people who are having a blast with Anthem. Byron's yeah. loving playing 
Blantham. Blantham. He's loving Anthem. And I mean, he hasn't had, uh, he said, I think he had a crash like the first night he played, but he's, he's had good luck since then, which I've probably cursed him now that I said that. Oh, yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so there's a lot of people having fun with it. And I feel like it's a good game. It just needs to kind of get some stuff together. So yeah. I, I hit level eight. So my second javelin should be unlocked. Uh, I wasn't ready to make my decision on which one to unlock. So we'll see. We'll see what we'll see. I pick. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. All right. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed us finally talking about Anthem. It's been like two weeks in the making. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> but let's get hyped because it's Pokemon time. Let's go. I mean, I'm happy for you. I'm very happy. Um, <laughs> so there was a Nintendo Direct a week ago, and they revealed Pokemon Sword and Shield. I am fucking hyped for this <laughs> fall. Oh my god. Um, so yeah, new region. Uh, gonna be some new Pokemon, but we're also gonna have some old favorites in there. Uh, it looks like it's based on England from everything I've seen mm-hmm. everyone talk about. Um no legendaries shown off yet. That's kind of shocked by that because usually they show off legendaries that are tied to each game. Um, like why you should pick sword versus shield. Um, mm. They did show off the starters. Um, I'm really bad with names. So I only remember the one I'm picking, which is Grookey because he's a fucking oh, yeah. grass monkey. And I'm in. He's adorable. He's adorable. I love him. All right, Sam, the good video games journalist over here. I was paying attention, okay? So, number two, you got Score Bunny. He's your fire starter. He's okay. a little bunny. Uh, I, th- See, I think maybe he, like, he left some flames when he was walking. Yeah. Like, it was looking pretty badass. The issue I'm having is people are using other names from different, like, regions because they oh, have okay. kind of cooler names. And so I was like, okay. oh, I think it's, like, I can't remember what they when I saw Flambino? Flambino was what I was going to call think, it. And I was like, I, I don't think, think that's that was it. One, that was like his name in a different country is Flambino yeah. or something. And us USA people got Score Bunny instead of Flambino yeah. or something. But yeah. Okay. All right. And then number three, starter. Most adorable, saddest little eyes you'll ever see. It's this little water lizard named Sobble. And he's just precious. You just want to, you just want to snatch him up and cuddle him and be like, "I love you, buddy. It's gonna be okay." He's so precious. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, like uh, they kind of they really, they didn't show off very much. It was mainly just kind of going over like the region and like they kind of showed a little bit of gameplay. They focus on the starters. Um. God damn, did I get excited? Because like it's happening. Like, um, I do just want to like. I just want to know what the catching mechanic is going to be. Cause like, you know, we had the let's go thing and like, they tried that out. Were they happy with that? I wonder. Um, well, and they've got the random encounters back on so that you don't see what Pokemon yeah. you're going to battle to try to catch it. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm just, I'm just used to it, but I really wish they would have done the whole Pokemon walking around thing. It would be kind of mm-hmm. cool. Uh, yeah, just man, it's, it's, I'm so excited for Pokemon to come around again. Uh, even though, like, we just had a Pokemon game. Um, really wish they would, like, maybe just a little bit more info. Just because, like... Because, like, I, the pre-orders for the games went off. But, like, usually you kind of, like... You pick the game depending right. on, like, what... Like, this po- this game gets these Pokemon. And this game gets this Pokemon. And, like, here's the legendary for this game. Stuff like that. When is it releasing? Fall 2019. So, I feel like... So, it's still E3, ways away. And they want to, yeah. like... They want to stretch out that excitement. Yeah. Until then, so yeah. Yeah, and like this will probably be like 
Nintendo's big thing for like E3, and like I'm sure I'll have more directs for it coming up. Um, this yeah. is just like to tie in with Pokemon Day, which makes sense. Oh right, right, that's um, what it was. It was like Pokemon's twentieth birthday. I think it was its. I feel 20... like it was second. Twenty second. I think yeah, yeah. Because I think it was. Yeah, I think it was twenty second. You keep talking. I'll I'll try to look this up. Like I think technically I was three when. No, no, two and a half when Pokemon came out. Um, in the U.S. at least. Uh, but yeah, so I'm really excited for it. Uh, Sword and Shield. I don't. I wonder how those are going to tie in. Uh, just because like, I don't know how Sun and Moon tied into those games because I didn't. Um, Sam's making some faces. Now I'm kind of. I feel like it was 23 because it says it was in 1996 that it debuted. Okay. But 23 sounds weird. Like, I didn't remember it being 23. I thought it was a random number. It doesn't matter. I'm sorry. Anyways, two years from now, we'll be the 25th. Okay. hope something cool is happening. By then, we'll probably have actually, like, real-life Pikachus. Um, There could be, by by that time, there could be a Pokemon theme park to rival Disney World. Disney World's on the downslope. Pokemon's coming up. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if Disney World's on the downslope. No, they just, they just announced that Star Wars Star. thing, and that seems like it's going to be real popular for them. <laughs> you know um, what? I was just trying to make conversations. Okay, just... okay. All right, all right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, like, I'm I'm excited. I'm just very interested to see, like, the differences and, like, where the Sword and Shield thing come in. We should say that some <laughs> fucking news article <laughs> thought there was going to be a no. Pokemon gun. No, okay, because so the artwork out so it shows uh, Pokemon Sun and Shield, right? So somebody on Twitter just made a funny joke, and they're like, "The third one is Pokemon Gun," and they just made a green version of it with the yeah. gun, right? And everybody on Twitter was like, "Haha, that's funny." So a paper in Mexico uh, didn't know that that wasn't the real thing. They grabbed that graphic and they ran it in the paper as the upcoming Pokemon game options. So Jesus. It, that's why you. That's why you, your editors like do their homework. I guess I don't. Yeah. I don't know. The <laughs> um, Sam, are you at all like? I know. I know you like Let's Go, but you weren't like very passionate about it. Um, I had my fun eight hours with it. And yeah, you had your fun done. eight hours. Um, are you? Are you at all even a little bit excited for this game? You can be honest uh, with me. I won't judge I, you. No, I think Grookey and Sobble are adorable. Um, but like, I don't think I want to play this game. Like okay, I don't, no, I don't want to catch more Pokemon. I have no desire to catch them all. Uh, I just, uh, yeah, I got real bored at the okay. at the end of that's Let's fair. Go. At the end of my run of Let's Go, I was nowhere yeah. close to the end of the game. Um, <laughs> so yeah, no, probably not. Unless it okay. unless it says like it's going to do something like spectacularly different. Um, I'm probably not interested. Okay. So, and it doesn't seem like it's going to yet. I mean, no, that's fine, because I'm fucking more than hyped for both of us, and you're never going to hear me shut up about it when it gets close. Um, that's what fucking, she said? That's what she said. Fucking Grookey, man. Let's go. I'm excited. So adorable. Um, all right, so yeah, Pokemon coming out. Fall. I'm excited. Hell yeah. Uh, so Same. go ahead and start thinking about now, if you're if you're going to need to have a Pokemon segment, what the P alliteration name for that segment might be. Just, you know, start thinking about it ahead of time, so we'll have something good. If it happens, I, I mean, we don't yeah. have to have we don't have oh, to have no. a recurring Pokemon to. segment. Oh no, you but... brought it up, so it's happening now. It's gonna be a thing. Uh, <laughs> okay. You were gonna rue the day you brought that up to me. Yeah, All right. I already do. I think it's gonna wrap us up for this week, um, and they get them on a good note with Pokemon. I'm happy. Um, if you would like to tell us 
how excited you are for Pokemon, you can reach us at contact at geekcardgames.com. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at geekcardgames. You can find our Twitch streams at twitch.tv slash geekcardgames. You can find our YouTube channel at geekcardgames.com slash YouTube. You can find our merch store at geekcardgames.com slash shirts. You can join our Discord, which has been popping off lately, talking about cricket and Captain Marvel and hard drugs. Um, what? There was nothing about drugs. <laughs> I'm just you. But uh, I did learn quite a bit about cricket. Cricket is complex, you guys. It's, it's, it is. It's it tricky. Is. So I still um, don't get it all the way. I know there's a flat, there's a flat board that you use to hit balls with. Mags is really good at hitting balls. That's that's what somebody said. I somebody said it. Um, I don't know. So you can join that Discord at geekcardgames.com slash Discord. Um, I think that's everything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think I'm so. on Twitter at Convocody. Sam. I'm at S-K-S-U-V-A-K. And as always, if you could leave us a review on iTunes, Spotify, whatever you're using to watch or listen to us on, we would greatly appreciate it. Um, so yeah, until next week, you guys have a good one. And fucking Team Grookey. Yeah. Take it away, Sam. Yep. We're just two geeks who are at games. Now, instead of doing the dudes, I want to tell you a little story. Because I was just thinking this was about Anthem, and I was like, wouldn't it be cool if I did the dudes in the tone of a didgeridoo? Because that is an instrument that's on the theme of Anthem. Of course, I don't have a deep voice. I don't know how to do that. I can't mimic it. But let me share this with you, okay? I follow the composer for the Anthem soundtrack, Sarah somebody, I don't remember, on Twitter, um... And somebody tweeted at her that after a while, that didgeridoo sound got really oppressive. And so she quote tweeted back at him, well, didgeridoo, don't listen to it then. And I was like, that is the best pun of all time. Damn. And a sick burn to boot. So uh, there you go. Cody, do you want to take a stab at the didgeridoo doo doots? Um. sounded fantastic i'm gonna be honest with you after the first like two seconds the audio cut out but the uh, beginning was fantastic your audio will have it recorded so oh, you're right, you're right, you're i right. just didn't get to hear it I'll, I'll listen to it back once i'm editing but that was that was great you made a great didgeridoo sound so thanks. good job buddy thanks <laughs>